Thank you for listening to In Tech Today. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate the show on your favorite podcast app, but only after you've listened to this week's episode. Tech news and views. Recorded live in London. In Tech Today. In this episode of InTech Today, 5G is finally coming to the US, or is it? We have a look at Google Wi-Fi and how it could help you connect at home. And our techno dinosaur has a question about torrenting. As always, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast, And on Twitter at InTechTodayPod, at J-W-O-O-O-T, and at SwiftyNZ. I'm Ed Swift. I'm Josh Weiss. And this is InTech Today for the 27th of April, 2017. Just push it once, Josh. Just, just once. Just, just the, the one, one time. time uh, it will go. If you're listening to this on a downloaded podcast, you don't know what we're laughing about because I've fixed up my mistake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hi, welcome to uh, episode 11, is it? Now? 11! Oh, we're into double digits. That oh. came out very quickly. We're, we're, ba- we're in the... Which, which, oh, blah, blah. <laughs> Drank that energy drink. Drink, wait, Jesus. Um, let me just compose myself <laughs> just a second. Welcome to Thursday, everybody. Hi. Hope your week's going well. Um, it's been one of those weeks. Eleven. You wouldn't really consider it the teens yet, would you? But it's pretty close. Well, it, yeah, we're there. We're nearly there. Nearly there. It's like it's like we we feel like we're able to be teenagers, yeah. but we're not technically. We're going through puberty, um, yeah. hence why there was a disastrous start to the Things podcast. Things are just changing morning. left, right, and centre. Um, what I do want to do though, Ed, is is give you a bit of reverb here. Ooh. This is going to be fun. We Ooh, haven't tried hello. this yet. Um, is this going to work? Is it? Well, since we're in our uh, teenage, teens now. Oh, oh, I sound like I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> Are we both? Yeah, there we go. I, th- I think you're well and truly in the bathroom. I'm just outside. Okay, can you stop standing outside the door while I'm trying to pee? Yeah, now I'm inside. Okay. Well, <laughs> this is so much fun. <laughs> this is amazing. This is why we're still teenagers. Um, where else can we go? What's 19? Now we're away. Oh, I'm going And here? Oh, that. That's just weird. Um, um, um. This is, this is really weird. <laughs> this is really weird. Shall we, shall, shall we get on right, with there it? there we then? go. That's gone. That's gone. Um, just a bit of fun, you know. Um, As you tell, episode 11. Episode 11. So, yeah, we've got, we've got a lot to talk about. Should we, should we rip straight into it? Let's crack on. Now, first of all, we have all been excited about 4G for well, a few years now, really, haven't we? It's it's been it was coming for a long time, and then it came, and now we've all got 4G. Well, in some places, <laughs> 4G's around, and it's the big current thing in uh, mobile connectivity. But in the last couple of years, we've been talking a lot about 5G being mm-hmm. the next big thing, and there have been a few news stories that have come out about it is uh, here in the UK we've had the government say that they want to commit quite a bit of funding to 5G mobile um, to try and get it off the ground uh, and in the US this week we had uh, AT&T which of course uh, stands for American Telephone and Telegraph uh, they are the former big monopoly in the states like you've got BT here Telstra in Australia Spark in New Zealand you know the big old mm. the big old monolith um, so AT&T have come out and they have announced a new product uh, or uh, plan called 5G Evolution. This sounds exciting. It's like, yeah, 5G Evolution. We're going to have 5G. It's going to be amazing. Um, it's not 5G. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> How can they say 5G and it's not 5G? Because it's not 5G. What? It's 5G evolution. That's insane. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's very poor marketing. So basically what, what AT&T have said is uh, they are putting in... So at the moment what we've got with 4G is a technology called LTE, which stands for long-term evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the basic con- technology behind your 4G connection between your phone and the cell tower, LTE. Um, now there is a new version of LTE. It's the LTE Advanced and then some numbers or a plus or something afterwards. I, I, don't remember it off the top of my head. You don't have to know it, but basically the next generation of LTE, so it's sort of like 4.5G, uh, is being rolled out. Uh, it was only just approved uh, this year, so it's being slowly rolled out, and AT&T have come out, and they've decided to call it 5G Evolution. Of course. Yeah. To get everyone excited and to make people think, oh, it's going to be so much faster than 4G then. Yeah. So, obviously, there's the issue that it's not 5G, and they're calling it that. Um, so... That's not cool. Not cool. We don't approve of that no, here of at Intech today. Of course not. Um, but I thought it was a good opportunity to take just a couple of minutes to sort of go over um, where, we've, where we've come through 2G, 3G, 4G, and how... 3G, that was, that was how, bad, yeah. dark days. And how telcos deceive you at every point along the way. Go on. Are you ready Dis- for this? Uh, disappoint me. All right. So the first mobile networks were... We didn't call it 1G then because we didn't know there'd be a 2G. It was just mobile. Um, but they were uh, very basic, basically analog radio signals connected to the phone network. Mm. Not a whole lot more to it. They this can... is sort of your stuff that you had in the 80s and 90s yeah. in terms Brick of... phones. Not, uh, the, not the ones you had to carry around a laptop case? Those first, yep. Oh, yeah. Yep, those. Uh, car phones. Remember car phones? What's a car phone? A car phone. Of course you know I know. What a car it's phone been so is. long. A though. wired phone in your car, which would be completely illegal to use these days. I know. Because you have to hold it. Um <laughs> There, then we've got to 2G, which introduced WAP. Oh, good old WAP. WAP, uh, which was Web Access Protocol, I think. And it was the very first very basic way to access the internet through your phone. And that brought about great services like Vodafone Live, oh, um, yes. which was huge was when it a, started. I was in an ad for Vodafone Live when where, I was a kid. Where are you? Yeah, I was meant to be one of the um, featured extras. So I was meant to be sitting in the... Uh, Sort of the group of friends looking around and figuring Ooh. and just hanging around at a picnic. Um, and then they decided there were too many people, so I ended up just walk, being one of the ones that walked past in the background. Right, we're going to see if this is on YouTube and it's put it on the not, Twitter later. It's not? It's not, but okay. I may have a recording back in New Zealand somewhere. Okay, because I was going to say, say, you know, I know I know a couple of people at Vodafone New Zealand who might be able to dig into the archives. Let's Damn. see if we can dig this up for Damn. the benefit of our listeners. Um, so, yeah, so that was 2G. And then uh, 3G was the next big thing. And this was sort of the early 2000s when 3G started becoming quite a buzzword. And the problem you started getting there is there were... What these Gs, which obviously stands for generation, means Mm -hmm. is it's a basic set of parameters. So 3G is any mobile technology that meets this certain speed when someone is stationary or walking in this certain speed of data when someone's in the car. Mm -hmm. So it's not actually a technology. It's just describing that this connection you have meets the standard so it's a standard rather than a technology. So the problem you had is there were so many different technologies that technically met the standard but didn't perform the same way. Yeah. So the first 3G connections were something called Edge, E-D-G-E, which yep. is actually a 2G technology. Uh, but it just met the standard, so telcos could call it 3G. Uh, and then on the other side of the coin, you had some CDMA technologies, which is another... Again, the, this is getting very uh, technical. But basically mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is telcos would use technologies that barely met the standard and then call it 3G. Yep. And then when we shifted to 4G, 
Um, one of the big 3G technologies was UMTS, mm-hmm. uh, which is still m- the most widespread connection that you have with mobile today. Yeah. One of the first 4G technologies was uh, called HSPA Plus, which is just a slightly faster version of HSPA, which is a 3G UMTS technology. So again, what we're getting is something that is actually was built as a 3G technology, barely meets the 4G standard, um, but it does just just, so they call it 4G. LTE, which is what we have today and we call it 4G, is actually a 3G technology. But in the beginning, it barely met the standard. Um, now it does meet the standard more or less okay. It doesn't actually meet the original 4G standards. No technology that we have meets the original 4G standards. We've just lowered the standards so we can meet them. So we them can meet it, yeah. Now, so again, I guess my conclusion here is AT&T is calling their new 4G connection 5G. Mm-hmm. Um, the 4G we have now isn't actually what was originally supposed to be 4G. And telcos have been lying to us and just chopping and changing things all around to try and sell us their networks. So I guess my best advice to you is 5G will be coming out and telcos will be advertising it starting with AT&T in the next few years. Ignore the G. Don't look at the G. Oh, I got 5G. That might feel really good to be able to say, but it's not necessarily a great thing. Look at the network. A lot of networks will let you try them for a month now Mm -hmm. so that you can see if they work. I know that at my house, I'm, I'm on 4G with 3, the network at the moment, but I got better data speeds on Vodafone 3G. Mm-hmm. So the number in front of the G doesn't change anything. Just try the network and make sure it works for you. Where you are as well. So long as it's 3G or higher. If you're on 2G, you're bucket. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's my little 5G rant, I suppose. There we go. Sticking with the idea about internet. Uh, internet. We've been sent a few products. You, you may have seen our review of Google Home last week, which it went okay. We There were some things that it did great. There were, it had a bit of trouble with uh, understanding my New Zealand accent, <laughs> accent from time to time. Uh, but then there were some things that were lacking, including um, the fact that it doesn't yet integrate with a lot of Google's products, like Google Calendar, for example. You can't tell it to add an event to your calendar. The other Google product that we're looking at this week is called Google Wi-Fi. And if you're watching on the live stream at facebook.com slash podcast, Good plug. Um, you can see it here in front of, it, in front of us. It's this little white bo- uh, white uh, canister. Moisturizer thing. container. Well, that's what Josh reckons. I, I think it looks fine. I think that actually blends in to a home better than blends any into other. Blends into a bathroom if you put it on the cosmetics shelf. Funny you say that. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, basically, what it does, it's a, it's a Wi-Fi router. Um, as well as creating router or router, as well as creating a extended Wi-Fi network. So if you have multiple of these, they all connect to each other and create what they call a mesh network. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's better than your uh, Wi-Fi extenders because it's not taking a bad sing- signal and then extending it. It's probably in comparison to a power line adapter, depending on how your property is mm-hmm. wired. Um, I know that some properties you can't run power uh, power line adapters between levels if you've yeah. got a multi-level property depends on how your your electricity is wired i'd say uh, in, a, in a perfect test it would be slightly worse than power line yeah but it it, it does depend entirely on on your on, on your the property home. on yeah. the and and of course how many of these you've got we've so we've been trialing two of these yeah um and personally i i actually am loving it uh, the only thing i'm not loving is the price which we'll talk about <laughs> a bit later they are quite pricey but in terms of signal strength um 
they are damn good. We uh, we set one up in the corner behind the camera where uh, where our Wi-Fi router is. Yeah, where the fiber comes into the house, basically. Exactly. Fiber. Um, Listen back to old episodes to know what I mean by those air quotes. I think it's fiber. episode five. Uh, episode five, six, maybe? Probably anyway. any of them. Anyway. Um, and, you know, we, we took a couple of our cell phones down to the furthest corner in the house, which was the bathroom, and mm-hmm. we got fantastic signal. I was even very, just very surprised. We ran speed tests, which, really which you'll be able to... Um, Seen it, which you'll hear about in a minute, mm-hmm. um, and you know you do pay a lot for these, but you're getting a decent product out of it. I mean, compared to uh, the standard ISP router, um, the signal, the speed was so much better. The downside is it is just a Wi-Fi network, so you can't just plug it straight into the wall like your router from your ISP. You yeah. can't, you know, just have this. You do have to have some sort of modem that will, you know, take your signal and turn it into um, a proper internet thing to plug into. Your, your Wi-Fi network. Yeah. Um, I mentioned something about the bathroom earlier. In the, show. <laughs> uh, the reason being, of course, I've been testing this out at my house, which is quite small, and to be honest, you don't really need them in the little flat that we've got because you know our flat's relatively small. That you that and we're all on the same level. That no matter where you are in the house, our standard router has a decent Wi-Fi signal. Yeah. Um, so what we did is I brought these here. I was resetting them all. Um, I set one up by uh, Josh's router so we could get the internet connection. Then I took the other one downstairs into the furthest corner into the bathroom. And we ran into a few problems. Uh, yeah. While I, was, it, I, I should start by saying... It's probably problems caused by me as opposed to the product. So f- ba- well, basically, you tried to reset it, didn't you? Yep, yep. Did a factory reset. May have unplugged it a little bit early. Anyway, here, here's what happened. So, yeah, what, what are you doing? So, Josh has joined me here in the bathroom. Uh, the reason we're in the bathroom, just to clarify, is because um, we do the show upstairs, and that's where the Wi-Fi router mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. And we're testing Google Wi-Fi at the moment, so we've come to the complete opposite corner of the house which is the bathroom, unfortunately. So we've plugged it in. Um, of course, this is a bit of a new, an unusual thing because I've already set this up at home and what I'm trying to do is reset it so that we can do it all from scratch. Um, so I'm just going through the setup network to add a Wi-Fi point to Google Wi-Fi, my Google Wi-Fi network. So just place your next Wi-Fi point, which I have. I've plugged it in, yes. Where is my Wi-Fi point? The bathroom, yes. You have to tell it which room it's in. Well, it's just to differentiate between the different <laughs> All points. Right. Yeah, just I think so, you can rename so it later. Can track you. you can rename it later, All right. uh, I believe. And um, then later on you can see just how long you've spent on the internet in the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so it's looking for my device, but my device, the light has gone off. It was flashing blue for it's a little bit. It's not looking healthy. It's not looking good. I've tried running a factory reset. Um, no so, so what's going to happen is it's going to say I can't find your device, and um, then we're going to it's going to give me options. This is the good thing actually about Google is that they've actually got their own support network yeah. for this sort of stuff. You know, you're not having to go through your telco and wait ages to get your BT or uh, talk yeah. talk or whatever Wi-Fi fixed. Nothing worse than having to call an ISP. Oh, we've got a light. Oh, oh, this is the start. It was flashing red before, wasn't it, or orange? So if it was flashing orange, it means there was no internet. Okay. What's blue? Sorry, no, if it's flashing orange, it means there was no network. There's no nothing. Or now blue it's gone. means it's starting out. When it's flashing blue, it's ready for setup. So maybe it's actually just still resetting. Ah, here we go. Google Wi Fi point not found. Here we go. So now right. we've got contact support. Okay, let's I'll call this, see how good this, this is. 0800 number. All right, it's free. That's good. And just put on speaker for your oral pleasure. Google Wi-Fi customer care. 
If you are looking to buy a Google Wi-Fi product, but have questions about features, availability, or compatibility, press 1. For technical support questions, press 2. Technical support? I don't know, my Wi-Fi router just started flashing blue. Should we, should we see what happens? It's just Maybe it knows you're trying to call support and it's going... Yeah, we're looking hmm. for device. It's blue now. It is flashing blue. So maybe it's ready for setup. Maybe we've fixed it. Maybe it just needed time. Yeah, that, that, that old thing. None of us have time these days. <sighs> it's not pulsing blue anymore though. Solid blue. Which means it's probably still starting up again. So solid blue means starting up. Flashing blue means ready for setup. White right. means it's all good. Okay. And all connected. Right. Flashing white means it's connected, but there's no. Well, I mean, it just means there's no internet connection to the point. Um, and red was something completely different. I've forgotten. What red is you've completely buggered it up. Yeah, pretty much. Um, pretty much. So solid blue. Do we have a manual? What is so that well, that, that means it's starting so, up. Things don't it? come with manuals these days. Come on. At the very least, they should come with a troubleshooting guide. Uh, well, it is available online. Uh, Which is a bit hard if your Wi-Fi is not working. So, blue pulse means it's ready for setup. Solid blue, Wi-Fi point is factory resetting itself. This could take up to five minutes. Right, well, we've been standing here talking for three minutes and 52 seconds, so... We've got it's, only just, it's only just come blue in the last well, minute, true. so maybe it's still just... All right. We'll just let it cycle through. Let's have, um, a, let's have an oral jump cut. We've got blue flashes. Well, welcome back to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> yep, we have blue flashing on the device, which means I'm going back to the setup wizard and it's looking for my device. We may not even need to use support. Which is... There we go. Google Wi-Fi point found. Yay! So, the time that it took... The time... It was, it's only been a couple of minutes you've missed yeah, this yeah, recording. Yeah. Uh, but the time was because we did a factory reset. You know, that... We. Well, I did. I had nothing to I do with this. I did a factory thing. reset and I probably unplugged it too early, which meant that yeah. I had to keep starting it again. <sighs> so, here we go. I'm going to... We should be really videoing this, actually. Scan the QR code. So basically, I flip it. I scan the QR code. Yeah. Just to confirm that, yes, this is my Google Wi-Fi point. <laughs> You're not stealing your... Oh, no more stealing your neighbor's Wi-Fi. I know. Unless well, you can break uh, into their house and scan their QR um, code. Yeah, exactly. It's connecting to the Wi-Fi point, so right. you'll see it's still flashing blue. Um, I'll, I'll just take this time to say don't break into your house and scan your neighbor's of QR course, code. Of course, of course. We wouldn't advocate anything illegal. No, no. Maybe you can ask your neighbor nicely for their QR code. Well, Depends on how close you are with your network. That being said, this is only just a setup. The QR code doesn't actually connect you into the network. Right. You still establish your own password. Right, okay. Um, oh, that is that... That's like teal, which means teal. it's connected. So I call that more of an aqua. Well, it's pretty much this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here we go. Finalising your home Wi-Fi, making sure everything is ordered. It's got a house that's moving around shapes. Here we go. Now I can test the connection between the points. Um, it was interesting, actually, I did a test between your current Wi-Fi, which is using your standard ISP router. Yeah, and that through the, through the floor. Through the floor. Yeah. As well as the Google Wi-Fi point earlier. Through the floor. Through the floor, without this added point down yeah. here. Massive difference. Yeah. Like, you lost about half the speed yeah. using the standard ISP router going yeah. through the floor, whereas this one actually had decent, you know, I had full signal and I was getting 80 megabits per second. Yeah, which is perfect, but... Again, that's what you'd expect for something this expensive versus, you know, something that TalkTalk probably paid five quid for from a Chinese factory. Of course. So, 
Of course, um, you're, you're paying more. You get what you pay for, which exactly. is a good thing. I mean, exactly. I'm glad that it especially works a lot better. Especially if you've got a big property, especially yeah. if you've got a split level yeah. across your house. Here we go, almost finished, but here's a review of your network. The ITT Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, the password, which we're not going to read out. The two points, the living room, which is the primary point where it's actually connected to your router. Yeah. And the bathroom, which is where we are at the moment. And so now we should have almost fibre speeds on my bog. Pretty much. Let's run the speed test, shall we? <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Finding the best server. Begin test. So, bearing in mind, it's 80 megs is the full speed of the fibre uh, at the point. And to get, you know, something close to 50 or 60 would be quite good here. We're currently running at 70, around 60, average 65 to 70, 65 yeah. Which is bloody amazing, I've got to say. And, and our upload speed around 20. Our full upload speed is 20. We're getting, what, 18? Close to 19. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I have to say that that's quite impressive to be able to get that uh, without even being connected physically. Yeah. Uh, to the fiber connection, that's. Um, and if we look uh, through the results, so there's the one I did off this point here. Yeah. Uh, there's the one I did without this point here, which was even, actually even actually a little bit faster. Yeah. So that might just be you know there might be something yeah, happening on the laptop upstairs yeah. or. Um, and then the third one, which was um, what really a quarter of the speed a third to yeah. a quarter of the speed um, same upload speed though um, and that's what was, that, that's what we suffer through with the with the ISP router upstairs we lose most of the speed downstairs and that's yeah. why we've had to set up power lines and things like that to try yeah. and try and get speed downstairs but yeah if you don't mind the look of a huge moisturiser container in your bathroom <laughs> which actually kind of makes sense a big moisturiser container in your bathroom it blends in um, yeah. yeah it's perfect Google Wi-Fi our live live oral test what did you get that, Ed? I'd give that a 9.5 out of 10, personally. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. The price the price is the only down, downside. It loses point on the price, because I'm not going to be buying it for that price. No. But um, you pay a lot of money and you get good tech. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, so going back to that point about the price. Yeah. I think this is its only downside. I mean, it is an amazing piece of tech, and for the signal strength we got downstairs across a different level and in the furthest corner possible, um, you do... Almost full speed. It was unbelievable. You do get what you pay for. Yeah. That being said. You pay a lot. (laughs) You do pay a lot. For a single one of these to connect up to your existing modem or router or whatever, it is £129. Which, and to be fair, rather than getting a single one, um, you can get a a really nice router for for much cheaper Mm. if you're not going to create a network out of them. Of course, that, that, that depends if you want to create that network or as well as yeah. how good that router is. I mean, you don't really know how well it's going to perform until you actually plug it in and see what it's going to be like in your house. Of course, if it doesn't work, you can always return it. Yes. However, to add an extra one, to make it a two-pack, so you've got one by your router and one in another corner of the house. Which is really what you're going to want this for. Yeah. You have to add another 100 quid on. So it's £229. But it just works. That's the <laughs> yeah. thing. As long as you don't have to do a factory reset and unplug it uh, early, like I probably didn't broke it myself. Um <laughs> It does work. Uh, yeah. You know, it, with Google Wi-Fi, they do provide an app which helps you easily set up. You know, when I first did this at home, straight out of the box, I had the I had it all going within five minutes. Yeah, which is fantastic. Um, not only that, with the app, you can 
group devices. So say, for example, you're a family, you've got uh, your devices and your and your partner's devices as well, as well as the kids' devices on the Wi-Fi network, you can choose to either schedule for those devices to yeah. turn off. Um, you can turn them off manually and tell them to come and make them come back on at a certain time, which gives you a little bit of control uh, as, a, as a parent over yeah. what your kids are doing online. On top of that, you can easily create a guest network just by turning on the guest network within the app. So there are advantages to it, but I think the price is the big drawback. Well, here's the thing. What I have here is the BT Smart Hub, and this is the uh, fastest and uh, strongest signal of any of the free routers you can get from ISPs yep. at the moment. I've got one at home, and it works fantastically. You can see it's a lot bigger than the Google, if I put it there, if you're watching on the stream. Um, this is actually a massive router. Yeah. But... Um, the advantage is this. Uh, you can set times for your kids to uh, have their devices on and off. You can set up guest networks. You can uh, install an app and um, do all that sort of thing. So some of the features that Google is describing with the Google Home, you yep. can get with a free router. That's the thing. I'm not saying they're exclusive features, um, but if you do have the money and you do want to actually... <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> that's the, the thing. It, it is the cost. Super expensive. And there's nothing that the Google Home does that you can't do with cheaper tech. Um, it just does it uh, easier, it looks nicer. It's a very Apple way of thinking, and that's where we're seeing Google going. They've got the very nice Google Home speaker we looked at last week. The Google Pixel is a very well-designed smartphone. It's nice, it's expensive, but it just works, which is the old Apple mantra. Yeah. So I think it is. If you want something that just works and you don't mind spending a metric F ton of money on a, on a router we can get this for free from your uh, ISP and then get some power lines for 30 or 40 quid um, go for the Google if you've got the money but mm. it certainly uh, is not I don't think the value is there at that price I think it's a great product but I don't think the value it, is there it is a great product I mean we, I, I don't know what your Wi-Fi was like when you had uh, the BT router could, could it stretch to the bathroom without any any oh, well, loss there, of data. there was still a slowdown, but we have a power line because we do have a power line for downstairs. You had, so. to, but you had to wire that yourself, though. It wasn't a. Sim- no, it was a power line. I thought, plug in. Okay, so I, I'm thinking of the other. No, 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 no. That, the the that, other wiring project else. of mine is completely different. <laughs> um, no, no. So the power line was just plug in and go, and it did just work as yeah. well. It just doesn't look nice. Yeah. You know, it looks like you've got little um, mosquito things plugged into the wall. But again, I really like the Google Home. I think it's a really solid product. Wouldn't pay for it though. Yeah. It, it is the price. Anyway, we'll put up a full review online at our website in tech.today later on in the, in the next few days. It's time for the Techno Dinosaur. Favorite segment. Woohoo! So, um, the Techno Dinosaur has gone a bit, uh, a bit rogue, shall we say, this week. I don't know where she gets these. Uh, I mean, you know, all the other questions we've had, we've been like, okay, yeah, great. Easy, easy questions. You know, simple, basic tech stuff that we can help her out with. This week, I. Uh, I think you've been a bad influence, John. <laughs> Michelle, let, let's see what you got. Okay, so this might be the most basic question yet, but what is a torrent? Well, that's a very good question, Michelle. A torrent is a strong and fast-moving stream of water or other liquid. And that's all the time we have for this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, in, technical ter- in technology yep. terms, uh, torrenting is nothing to do with liquid. Um, nor is it an overwhelming outpouring of something, typically words. Well, it could be an overwhelming uh, outpouring of emotion, depending on what you're downloading. And it is obviously very uh, overwhelming for Michelle to be asking us this question. Yeah. Um, we should preface, uh, preface this with, there are things you can torrent that are perfectly legal, and it's a great 
way of easily sharing files amongst yeah. many people. Yeah. So basically, what what a torrent is is uh, it's a way to well, like 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 Ed just said, share files. Uh, it's a way to spread. Uh, when you're sharing files and multiple people are sharing files, it's a way to spread, I guess, almost the responsibility of the file around various... It's peer-to-peer, but rather than you having to uh, download a file just from one person, uh, everyone who's downloaded the file through that torrent then seeds the torrent back, unless they are a leecher. Um, <laughs> We're getting a bit complex, sorry, yeah. Michelle. So, 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 so let's say you download uh, a movie. Completely legally by torrents that someone's put up there, yeah, because it's completely legal. Torrents are are used for illegal activity, illegal pirating, uh, a lot. We'll touch on that later. Um, But so you've downloaded a movie uh, via torrent, Uh, so you now have that on your computer. But what you're also doing is you're giving other people who want to download that movie secure, and I'll add secure, um, broadly secure access to then download the movie from you. So it's a way to. share files without them being centralized on a single server so basically. let's say there are 100 people that have this movie on their this perfectly legal <laughs> legally shareable movie and i need to stress that on their computer yeah instead of me downloading that movie from one person or one server i'm getting a bit from what someone over here i'm getting a bit from someone over there i'm getting a few bits from this person and it just sort of downloads all these bits simultaneously which is it makes it actually faster to yeah. to download whatever you're trying to download legally. It makes it faster, and it means that it, you're very unlikely to lose um, the file. For example, if a server goes down or crashes or catches fire, um, it, it means that the file is still available. It means that your download isn't interrupted. It means that you can pause downloads, pick up downloads, depending on who's online for this particular If your thing. Wi-Fi dies in the middle of your download, it doesn't mean you're going to have to start again <laughs> from scratch. True. It means it will just pick up where it left off and... Th- figure out which bits are missing and start again. Now, torrents are also the way most online piracy happens. Yeah. Um, because just by that very nature of you being able to share the files amongst many, many people, uh, it makes piracy very easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so And very hard to track as well, especially yeah. if you've if people are, you know, blocking how they can be tracked through yeah. virtual private networks or otherwise. Yeah. So so torrenting is uh, it's a perfectly legal thing. It's just that people use it for illegal uh, and illicit purposes and and it must be stressed here that if you are downloading uh, copyrighted content via torrent and you're and it's you know you're not paying for it before you download it via torrent uh, you are breaking the law in most countries yeah um so that that must be said so also, don't download the illegal movies no, michelle no um streaming is a gray area though if you stream them you're probably going to be okay not that that's legal advice. Please consult a lawyer. Yeah. Um, do not take anything we've said as, uh, as legal advice. True. But the European, the European Court of Justice has been uh, relatively clear on, on the types of streaming that it sees as not being piracy. So hmm. that's quite an interesting thing to look into. And maybe we'll do that in a future episode. We also had a question on Twitter this week. Yes, we did. Uh, this came from Interly, uh saying, uh, I have horrible internet. I was wondering if you guys have any tips. I've already deleted a whole lot of background apps and I've also hooked it up via an Ethernet cable. Um, but my ping... Uh, which is basically a test of how how you can connect to that network. So how, yeah, how quickly uh, you get a response from from, from the internet. Basically, yeah. uh, it says it keeps rubber banding. Um, yes, there are ways. Um, firstly, I, I talked to this person through Twitter. Um, you can tweet us at Intech Today Pod. Um, 
there are a few things you can check. Firstly, double check it's not your not just an issue with your device. You know, yeah. if you've got a cell phone or a tablet or even a mate that can come over and bring their laptop or whatever, you know, get them to come over and just double check that it's not just your device and you know that whether it's the device or the network i know i had an issue last week it was just after we did this podcast actually <laughs> and i thought it was the work wi-fi network that had died but no i went came i came home uh tried to connect to the wi-fi at my house nope turns out my wi-fi chip and my uh, laptop had died wonderful yeah so <laughs> that's the first thing double check whether it's actually your network or the device yeah if you can connect via wi-fi then the wi-fi is not an issue but if you're still not getting any internet connection um there are you know your router should have some troubleshooting guides that will run you through a few steps you can take the other thing is if you're getting that wi-fi signal but no internet call your isp it may be an issue on their end as well so uh you know don't be afraid to give them a call you hopefully Hopefully, you won't be waiting long in their service queue. <laughs> Although, one piece of advice I will give before you call your ISP uh, is to plug. make sure your router is plugged into your master socket in your house. This is especially important if you're on any of the ISPs who use the copper connection. So, any mm. ISP in the UK, bar Virgin. Yep. Um, because if you are plugged into another socket in your house and then your ISP says, we'll send an engineer around to see what's going on and they find the fault is in the wiring in your house they'll charge you for the engineer because they are not responsible for the wiring in your house but the master socket is the point where their responsibility uh, ends and yours begins so if you're plugged into the master socket uh, and if you don't know what that looks like just google bt master socket and you'll see some pictures and you'll understand how it looks different to other sockets Um, if you're plugged into that and there's still a problem then the problem is clearly somewhere on the isp's network and you won't get charged for that engineer call out and of course the first thing if you have any internet issue the first thing you should try Restart your router. That's that that fixes ninety nine percent of problems. Just giving it a quick restart, and if that works, then you're away. If not, then start going through all these steps. Step one, turn it off and on. Step two, tweet in tech today. <laughs> um, if you do have any problems though, tweet us. Yeah, do give us a tweet or go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash intech today podcast. And that's all the time we have for this week. Thank um, you very much for joining good. us. It's been good. It's been um, the Google Home. Very impressive product. Way too expensive. That's what I'm taking away today. What are you taking away, Ed? Um, I'm also taking that I am very impressed with the Google Home, um, but also not to believe uh, if someone tells me that they've got a 5G network in the US. Yeah, or the well, we're going to see that in the UK soon, aren't we? Just like we're all told we're on fibre. <laughs> Listen back to last week's episode for more You'll on find that. Out more. We will be we will be back next week. I'll we're be not, here. I'm not on holiday. You're not on holiday. No, we'll be. We're here. here. All right, we'll yeah. be back next yep, week. We'll do it again. Uh, same time, streaming live uh, on our Facebook page at two thirty ish. Yep, we're pretty um, close today. It was probably the most on time we've been for weeks. And don't forget, you can uh, get us in your uh, regular podcast right and give us a review. Yes, please do, please. Re- especially if you use Apple Podcasts. Please give us a review because it helps Five us stars. in the rankings. Five stars. Uh, if you love us, give us a review. If you hate us, just stop listening. If you hate us, write your review, but put it on someone else's podcast. Yes. We'll see you next week. Good thinking. Technology questions? Comments? You can contact the show on Facebook, In Tech Today Podcast, on Twitter, In Tech Today Pod, or at the website, intech.today.